0: you're now listening to the call up podcast streaming on all major podcast platforms and on youtube and now here's your host kenny so we have josh alexander from impact wrestling here in the house josh how are you doing today i'm good man happy to be here that's great that's great so how are you and the family holding up with uh, covid and everything
1: as well as anybody could it's uh it's a little different in america than it is in canada it's far more strict in canada still right. uh, we're lagging behind in the vaccine distribution and all this other stuff so uh you know we're still cooped up tight so just keeping my kids occupied is the biggest problem right now but
0: oh yeah i i know that i know that issue i have two small kids at, at home and trying to keep them to you know together because they do remote learning at home so um yeah.
1: they're, they're at home
0: you know they're in the house half the time and then when they finally get to go out they just like they don't want to come back to
1: yeah, yeah. When like my kids were so used to going to like trampoline parks or like mm-hmm. parks outside and stuff, and then it's in wintertime, everybody's been cooped up for like four or five months, so like people are just ready to get out.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and like here now, they're starting to open up things here. I'm in New York, so uh, they're opening up a lot more. So like now that they see that or they hear it because they, you know, we turn on the news all the time. They're like, oh, well, well this is open, but, you know, let's go. And it's like,
1: oh, you still got to be cautious with yeah. a lot of stuff that's going on. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, sooner than later, we can get back to normal. I think everybody's just itching for some semblance of normalcy after a year of this. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you got to be cautious, as you said. So Yeah,
0: definitely. So. What um like what made you fall in love with wrestling?
1: Uh, well, there's like a two-part answer to that, I guess. Uh, at first, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14. And like Sting, like the, the Crow Sting, because that, that was happening simultaneously. And that's when I discovered wrestling. So I thought that stuff was cool. And like the Wolf Wolfpack was the coolest thing of all time. Yada, yada. But like I fell out of it in high school. I, I, I started, like, concentrating on basketball more and just, like, you know, whatever was going on in high school. Man, you have to but, uh, yeah, when I when I graduated high school, I discovered that, like, uh, TNA and Ring of Honor, and through them, indie wrestling was a thing. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, that's what made me fall in love with the idea of being able to be a professional wrestler, because before that, I only ever saw guys like Batista on my TV, and I was like, oh, I'm never going to look like that, so I, I can't do that, but, like, when I saw TNA and ring of honor and stuff, and you see guys like Samoa Joe and low and like the different body types that can still go. Uh, it definitely made me fall in love with the idea of being a wrestler.
0: Yeah. I mean, the whole attitude era for me uh, was something that I, you know, I fell in love with. I was a big stone coast, Austin fan and like, you know, um, seeing like the rock and um, being, you know, DX, you know, and then, like, just like you, I fell, I fell out of wrestling. And then when I got back into it, that's when I started finding out all the, like, indie promotions, like ROH and, like, you know, um like GCW and stuff like that. And I just started to, like, you know, grow more into, you know, liking wrestling again. Yeah. The um, beauty
1: thing about the indies is that there's something for everybody. You can always find something. There's so much, right? Yeah, it, it definitely, because there's so many different
0: promotions out there. It's just, like, you never know – like, some of them are hit or miss, and then some of them are, like, they generally have, like, really good stars that, like, down the line, you'll end up seeing them, and then you like oh like, oh, I remember this guy from, you know, like, you know, this promotion, or, like, didn't I just see this guy at, at this club, you know, performing not too long ago, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, now you see them on TV. And it was, what helps now is just the, the whole internet. Now yeah. you,
1: you can watch a lot of these shows online now. Yeah, yeah, and all the streaming services from high spots and IWTV and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, like, it just made the world smaller so everybody can find everything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's pretty much, like, a good thing because I know back in the day
0: you had to, like, go from, like, town to town to town, and a lot of fans didn't know exactly, like, who was doing what. It's just, like, if you're in New York, then you know what's going on in New York. If you're in California,
1: you know what's going on in California. You had to read about it later on. Well, even in, like, 05 when I broke in, uh, that's when, like, I got, like, i discovered that indie wrestling existed like we were trading cds burnt cds mm-hmm. and stuff and like i remember wrestle torrents was a thing because like some people like you wouldn't be able to find anything but then you could find like an entire library of some indies and like Ida and all this other stuff
0: so when you broke into the business right and you decided you wanted to be like this this is what you wanted to do as your career like how did everyone take it? Like, so I was like, family was like, when did you know, like, okay, this is what I want to do for a living.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, it's kind of weird, but like from 18 on, I was pretty much on my own. My family kind of like fell apart when I turned 18. Mm-hmm. So uh, like my grandmother would be like the only person that ever, you know, she was worried about my physical safety because she thought this was like that that guy on TV. I saw a commercial and the other guy in the head with a sledgehammer, like, You know what I mean? Like, that's wrestling to her. She just sees it in, like, those snippets. So, uh, like, she was the only one concerned about that. Like, I didn't have, for better or for worse, like, it's not, like, a a sad thing. I just never had anybody in my life that really gave a shit about what I was going to do with my life. (laughs) It was kind of, like, as long as I have a roof over my head or whatever, it was fine. Like, I was never, like, pushed to excel. So, I had to find that on my own. And, like, wrestling did that for me, thankfully. Right. But, I mean, at least
0: you had grandma. She was there to, like, you know, at least have that... That that safety net be like no,
1: but you know you're gonna get hurt. Uh, sounds like my grandmother. My grandma's the same way. <laughs> I have the sweetest, like, prototypical four foot eleven, short, old grandmother that has never said a swear word in her life. All this other stuff, like she's just the sweetest old lady. So like she just worries about everybody. That's her. That's her gimmick. So uh-huh. yeah. So then she
0: tells you, you know, to be careful, and then mm-hmm. get into wrestling, and then you hurt yourself. You you break your right. neck.
1: <laughs> i i don't think she ever understood that i broke my neck or ever communicated how serious it was right <laughs> to this day i still <laughs> did, did you know like how serious
0: it was like when you when you broke your neck the first time
1: mm, mm, yes and no uh for the first few weeks i, I thought i hurt my shoulder mm-hmm. or something Uh, because it was like a lot of shoulder pain going down to my fingertips right. and i thought there was just like like an impingement, a muscle issue that was causing my fingertips to be like tingling and burning and stuff. Uh, I couldn't figure it out. And then finally, you know, in Canada, the healthcare system's crazy. It's free, but I had to wait like eight weeks to get an MRI. And then finally I got an MRI to see that I broke my neck. And that's when, I mean, obviously it was more serious. I knew at that point, just from like how much pain I was in, on a day-to-day basis that it was something i just never imagined it was a broken neck because i was still walking around like you think broken neck you think like horror stories like christopher reeve or something like that where you're just like stuck in a wheelchair for the rest of your life i didn't realize that i could break my neck and still be able to go to the gym Mm -hmm. just be in extreme amounts of pain you know but yeah it it sunk in then obviously
0: did that ever stop you from like thinking that you'll come back? Cause I know you broke the neck twice. So did that ever stop you from like saying like, will I ever be able to wrestle again?
1: Well, I, I broke my neck once. Yeah. This is like a common, like everybody thinks I broke it twice. I've had two neck surgeries. Oh, okay. The second neck surgery, they thought I had broken my neck a second uh-huh. time at a different level. But really, I just never let it heal the first time. So they had to go in and clean it up and then let it heal. And I had to take nine months off. That's when I retired because I thought I had to like quit. That's what doctors were telling me at the time. But after surgery, they had changed their tune because it wasn't as serious, thankfully. You know, I got blessed there. So I got a second chance. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it was that second one when I just I thought it was all over. And, uh, you know, I was lucky to wake up from surgery and get the good news. But then it was just all about, uh, you know, if I am going to come back, I'm going to come back better than I was before. And if I have to be better than I was before, I can't be thinking about this broken neck. So. Mm -hmm. Like, I've, I've done a lot of hard work rehabbing, and to this day, every single day, I have the same routine where, like, I make sure my neck is the last thing I'm going to ever have to worry about. Everything else on me will break before my neck now. Yeah, I remember talking
0: to uh Tommaso Ciampa from uh, from NXT, and he was saying the same thing where, like, yeah, it was in the back of his mind, when the whole neck injury happened, like, you know, just, like, coming back, and doing the rehab but like that was like the last like that was like the first thing and then once he started doing the the rehab he kind of just made sure that like that would be like the last thing on his mind because he didn't want his um like his ring to to change because then that would pretty much like you know like hold him back from there
1: yeah when i first came back i was a little hesitant with certain things and i was you could tell i was just trying to be protect myself way too much and Mm -hmm. i would end up like hurting something else on my body like I would hurt my shoulder trying to protect my neck and overcompensate and and it was just like it took me like two three months to be finally like you know what my neck is fine I need to just wrestle like I did before I need to completely put this out of my head because it's causing the other injuries and issues now so I I just like went full bore and I'm like I'm, I'm a little bit of a maniac I have a reputation so you know it wasn't hard for me to just tell myself you know just ignore your neck and just keep going like normal. And it's, it's paid off because I, I don't think if you compared before I broke my neck mm-hmm. before both surgeries to now you would notice any difference in what I do. Right. So I became a fan of yours. Um,
0: it wasn't by watching a match. It was actually sitting there. There was a documentary on you that impact mm-hmm. had um, had put out. And that was like the first time I got to know who Josh Alexander was right because i had originally um seen eat the page and but then i seen a lot of his like his blogs and it was like before um you guys became the north and i guess you know you guys had like taken like a break at, at that time and then all of a sudden you know they said like videos you can watch now and then it was like josh Alexander documentary so i watched that and then just seeing your whole journey i was just like wow like this guy is his guy's amazing. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I need to know more. So then I started following, like, all your matches. And then I started following, like, the North. And then I just, just became, like, a, a huge fan from there. So, like, now with, you know, you and Ethan going separate ways, him being AEW and then you're still being an Impact, do you feel um, like you need to have, like, a fresh start now? Because you're killing it in the um Division. Yeah
1: uh like the fresh start thing uh no not so much like the the beautiful thing about Ethan page and me as a tag team of the north a lot of a lot of fans have only seen the north from like their their knowledge of me as a professional wrestler it's just what i've done this first two years at impact luckily for me i was wrestling for 14 years before that me and ethan had been a tag team We've been monster mafia we had you know shots at ring of honor evolve pwg like you name it we we were a pretty successful tag team on the indies before we ever got to impact and then changed the name to the North. But we were also both very accomplished singles wrestlers across North America, major promotions all over the place. So now at this, like this juncture where, you know, he goes, AEW, the North is no more. And I'm here in impact wrestling. And, uh, you know, I have to step out of that comfort zone because for the first two years here in impact, man, like, it's been nothing but success as a tag team. So now I have a new challenge and I love challenges. I'm a competitive guy. So, you know, I've, I've set my sights on being X division champion first. And then of course, I'm going to go for that impact world championship afterwards. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very comfortable being a singles wrestler. And I think that all those fans that liked me as a tag team specialist as in the North, they're, they're gonna be pleasantly surprised very quickly by what I'm able to do as a single star. So it's just a new challenge and I'm excited for it. Yeah, because I've, I've
0: seen a lot of your match, like your singles matches, and that's how I um, was like, okay, this guy can really go, you know, um, in the ring. And then seeing your um, like your tag team matches with with Ethan, I was just like, okay, this is a, a pretty good tag team. Um, but like one another question I did have for you was, um, so you guys are in the North in Impact, and then Monster Mafia like outside of Impact, why did the uh, the
1: name change? When we when we got when we got. There there it had been maybe like three four years since we'd had a tag match together might have had like one or two in canada at like the random promotion but uh monster mafia was just something that i think we both outgrew uh it was it was it was a sweet name it was like we, we had some really cool t-shirt designs and stuff out of it uh people seemed to react well to it but like any major company we come in contact with along the way just never liked our tag name And I I don't know if it's, like, the mafia portion. Like, people just automatically think, like, we have to be Italian. Like, we use the mafia portion of Monster Mafia. Like, we're two monsters and we're family. Like, that that was the kind of, like, way we put it together with Monster Mafia. And it it just didn't resonate with, like, a global audience. So they, they challenged us. They said, hey, you know, we want a fresh start here at Impact with you guys. A different name. It's a chance to rebrand yourselves. And, you know, it just, I'm a big Raptors fan. And their whole slogan is, we are the North. And uh, I just thought, what about the North? And I, I pitched it. And everybody loved it. And, and it ended up working out simple. And it gets the point across that we are two exceptional Canadian wrestlers. But, you know, we're not Team Canada. we don't want you guys to get that confused. So. Right.
0: Yeah, because uh, when, when I heard the, um, the tag team name, that's the first thing that like, clicked into my mind. It wasn't like Team Canada, but it was like, okay, these two guys are from Canada. It makes sense because of uh, the whole Raptors thing. That's where I, I came up with it. Like my idea was I was just like, okay, they probably got that from the, the Raptors and they just stuck with it and they're they're just going from there. Um, so like now Ethan is in uh AEW. Have you guys spoken, you know, since his debut? Uh
1: I mean, kinda maybe, no. <laughs> a little bit. Like I I'm I'm watching as a fan. I, I right. like I I had said before, like I don't want to know anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want anything to be spoiled. I don't want to be, you know. I would rather just watch it as a fan and be pleasantly surprised at all the successes that come his way, because I think he's one of the most talented people in all of professional wrestling. And uh, whether or not people know that now, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to he's going to show them real quick with every opportunity he gets there. So, yeah, that's the same thing I um, I spoke
0: to him about because I, I spoke to him. I speak to him like often, like a couple of times, like here and there on um, online and, um, you know, when he made his debut, I sent him a, a quick message it was like, hey, congratulations. And he was like, you know, thank you, whatever. And um, I I remember when he said he was leaving, like, Impact, I was just like, please don't let them change your name. Like, don't go into another promotion. And all of a sudden you walk out with the same, like, smile. And it was like, oh, everybody's going to think, oh, it's Ethan Page. And all of a sudden would be like, Jack something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, the only thing, because he was just, like, very secretive to things. And I was like, I understand he was just like, don't worry, like, I'm going to keep my name. That's the only thing I can tell you right now. I was like, all right, great. And so then when he came out and um, in AEW, I was very happy for
1: him. Yeah, same. Like, I had, a, I had a little gut feeling in the afternoon leading up to that pay-per-view. I was like, maybe he's the guy in the clatter match, you know? Like, that would mm-hmm. be a great debut. So right. uh, I, I tuned in. I I had sent him a text message that day being like, I don't want to know, but if tonight's what I think it is, I'm just going to say good luck. Not that you need any luck because, you know, you're super talented. That was it. I left it at that. And I watched and I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah. So, you know how they have their, um, like, match of the year. Do you feel that you and TJP, um, your ex-Division match, is that going to be, like, a match of the year?
1: Uh, I see it. Okay. I'm a big fan of wrestling. I I watch it every year and I I know what matches are regarded as the best matches of the year and all this stuff. Other than anything that happens at Wrestle Kingdom at the start of January, I have a real hard time because I think there's a recency bias in a lot of this stuff. I think anything that happens in the first half of the year, at least usually gets forgotten about by the time these awards roll around at the end of the year. You know what I mean? Like nobody's thinking about what they saw last February when awards roll around in December. So like the, the, the freshest thing in their mind is that sweet match that happened in October or you know, you know, more recent. Uh, so I, I think if it can stand up and still be mentioned at the end of the year, that's just enough to solidify it as one of the best matches of the year because I, I know it went amazing. I was like pleasantly surprised by how well received it was. Like I when when we did it, I was just like that that was really good, but I don't know how fans are going to react. I can tell you that if we do wrestle again, it's going to be way better, <laughs> like every single time. So if we end up getting to wrestle again in the coming months or if they want to roll it back and have, you know, another match and then maybe a rubber match and all this other stuff, they want to do a best of seven series. I think it's only going to get better as it goes along. So if we can do better then you know, maybe that one's the match of the year and not that one. But I, I was just like, for me, match quality and all this other stuff is what I've kind of hung my hat on and made my career of throughout my entire career. So now stepping off singles right now and having an established match like that happens so quick is just, you know, everything I'd want.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would love to see a best of seven match with you guys because I think mm-hmm. the the way you guys um, you know, move in the ring together, it works. So to to see that match and when I when I was sitting down watching it, I was just like telling a friend of mine, I was texting him, I was like, you have to watch um this match over because like they're really, you know, like, going it's not like a lot of flipping it's just more technical than than anything else and it's just that's one of the things that i like i like more technical wrestling than you know i'd say like high flying and like you know jumping around and stuff like that so i like to
1: see you guys you know do this type of matches was, is was like amazing i think it's just like a sweet contrast too for what you usually see at the x division mm-hmm. so you know we there's a different type of technical wrestling that can still be done in a manner that has no limits and that was like a perfect example of that that was that was our goal going into it so Great. do you have any um, upcoming projects that you want to plug right now uh i mean just keep following me along for this impact journey my my hunt for the X Division championship whether or not i'm able to you know do that this year and achieve my goals you know just come along for the ride because i'm gonna bust my ass and make sure it happens That's great. Hopefully we'll see you with the X Division title very soon. I mean,
0: fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on
1: and um, you have a good day.